Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talent jenkins joined with our host we got joel meyer and ryan gilbert gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight man doing fantastic here what what an awesome weekend we just had i mean as we record here on thursday night i, I can't say that just in case something something bad happens here but yeah it's good to be back with you guys here talking some hockey finally after uh, a few too many weeks off so i'm excited to get back into things here with you guys Yes, we are indeed time traveling here. So uh, Bayern Munich, I'm sure, just totally <laughs> demolished the FC Bochum in the Bundesliga. But more importantly, I hope that the Canadians or the Finns won the World Junior Championship. I'm sure I'm celebrating that as you're listening <laughs> to this. Uh, but other than that, uh, same old, same old, boring old August. And as you are listening to this, we are recording on Thursday night. The show is most likely coming out on Monday. And I guarantee you at this moment, I am celebrating Justin Thomas winning the fucking BMW championship. And I got drunk last night because it's Monday morning. You're listening. And I won some money and got fucking hammered. So let's go, JT. Um, I'm still waiting to place bets on that. So maybe I'll join you on uh, JT. I think he was Sandra, six to one last time I saw. He's looking good. I got him at, I think it was 15 to one, but Xander Shoffley's looking okay too. I'm on him as well. So keep that in mind. Um, all right, everybody go check out the sports gambling podcast network website. That's the place to be. We just touched on it. There's still tons of shit going on. Uh, NFL is right around the corner. Preseason games have already been rocking and rolling college footballs fucking maybe a couple weeks away that's going to be absolutely sick go check out college football experience uh nba is going to be starting up eventually nhl training camps go they're going to be going soon uh what's going on baseball's fucking doing its thing there's tons of sports man we always say it nascar is ripping formula one is going to be coming back so look out for everything go check out the sports gambling podcast network website that's the place to be uh and of course shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord Discord's going to be popping off this season. We're bringing that Slack mentality to the Discord. Let's fucking go. If you're not in the Discord, get your ass in there and get ready for a good season. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't mention that the Golf Gambling Podcast is just printing tickets every weekend. Every, every yeah, Monday or Tuesday, like, oh, the Golf Gambling Podcast picks it up once again. So check those, those guys out. And, yeah, join the Discord. You know, rest in peace, Slack. But we're moving over to Discord now sg.pn slash discord and hopefully someone's left us a rating or review by now but if not go leave us a rating and review sg.pn slash hockey about the slack what do they say don't be don't be sad that it's over be happy that it happened yeah that's how we feel about the slack but we're moving to discord baby let's fucking go 
Um, all right, we're going to jump into some stuff here. Uh, we're going to go over some of the top remaining, uh, or, or sorry, UFAs that are still available here. Uh, we'll kick things off. We talked about it a little bit last show. First on the docket, Phil Kessel, uh, dynamic right winger, hell of a shot, not much legs with him. Um, that's our number two, or sorry, that's our number one available guy. Boys, any quick thoughts on Phil or no? The fuck? Huh? We already talked about Phil Kessel, man. Come on. <laughs> no, Literally, you're just he's, dragging he's, his leaves talk out every freaking episode. He's, he's still out there, Phil Kessel. He's still out yeah. there. For a few days, he's Mike still Austin. out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to do this differently. I'm going to run through the list, and if there's anybody you like, you guys can fucking jump out and talk about it. Uh, next time we got Evan Rodriguez. Uh, 28 did, years old. We did talk about Evan Rodriguez, but I, I feel like this is a better time to go more in depth about him because yeah. I'm surprised he's still out there. I mean, he 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 was kind of he might be a one year wonder, but he might not be. And if he's not be, then sign him for a one year, two year deal, a, a few million. We mentioned it last show that the the Avalanche stoning the second line center possibly. So there has to be a team out there that's going to go for him. I remember around a year ago, the Flyers signed uh, Derek Broussard, and I was somewhat excited about that. So some team can go out and sign Evan Rodriguez, and they can actually get excited about an impactful hockey player. Well, speaking for the Avs, the uh, the likeliest candidates would be Evan Rodriguez or Paul Stasny next on the list for the second-line center. Uh, but knowing Joe Sackett, he doesn't do what people expect him to do. So uh, I, I wouldn't be betting either of them to go to the ass based on that fact alone. But uh, that said, Evan, Evan Rodriguez is a great power play specialist. So uh, the abs could use that after losing Andre Burakovsky. He's got a nice shot on him. Um, so maybe, maybe the abs is still in the mix for Evan Rodriguez. Uh, fuck, I'm not an insider though, so I don't know where he's going. Uh, <laughs> Hey, uh, okay, he's a good player. He's only 28 years old, and uh, he's some cap hit there. But uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens with him. Um, yeah, hopefully the Avs get him, I guess. But uh, I'd be more interested in Paul Stasny returning to Denver. That's where I'm looking. Well, that's the next guy on the list, Ryan. What are your thoughts on Paul Stasny here? Yeah, Stasny's always been, for some reason, one of my favorite guys. You know, just a solid contributor, a work hard guy. He's going to be. Second, second line center in there grinding it out. So, so yeah, I, I'd like to see him have some success. And if he goes back to Colorado there and can be the second, third line center, it'd be a great story. Maybe I'm sentimental, but yeah, I'd love to see him win a cup with the abs, gave him so many chances, and uh, he played some great hockey with us back in the day, too. Yeah, very successful player. His dad was pretty good at hockey, too, so it's in the family there. Uh, ah, very much so. A good, good old Quebecois. Uh, moving down the list here, we got Sonny Milano, left wing, 26 years old. Boys, what are your thoughts on uh, good old Sonny? Obviously, he had that awesome goal in Anaheim, the the Michigan that batted out of the air. Yeah, when I brought up this list here on, on the Hockey News, I was absolutely shocked to see him on there because I, I thought he had, I guess, a better better pedigree of sorts or a better skill set or, or just more of a track record that he wouldn't be a free agent for this long. But I guess even if he's a, a, a middle six bottom six winger why can't he be a guy that can contribute on the power play you know maybe he'll be one of these guys that that hits his prime later in his career playing with the right line mate so i could see him joining one of these kind of maybe bubble teams or even like a, a contender and, and turn into somebody that looking at the panthers they've turned in, in some reclamation projects so i could see that happening with milano i'm not sure exactly where but i, I could see him having success this season 
the reason why Ryan is surprised is the same reason why he's still on the list because uh, he was expecting to get a bigger payday earlier in the offseason. That's why he's still among these uh, late offseason contestants for uh, free agent signings. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously he had a bit of chemistry there with Zegers and all that, but uh, he's not a great player, so that's why he's still among the the runts of the litter, so to speak. Uh, yeah, he's, he's going to get picked up by a team that wants to stay on the cap floor. I don't think he's a great player, so uh, yeah, look for him to sign with the uh, maybe the Coyotes or the Coyotes. Uh, the Blackhawks. All right, heading on down the list here. We got, oh, baby, B.K. Subban, 33-year-old defenseman here, coming off a $9 million contract. Boys, what are your thoughts on good old P.K.? Yeah, hopefully it looks like P.K. is kind of the last guy on this list we'll, we'll actually have something to say about. But I, I, it's shocking how how he's fallen, I guess, so quickly. After the everyone was like, oh, how could they trade Subban with Weber? It's a horrible trade. And if Weber stayed healthier which obviously and even weber coming everything considered he was very valuable he got them to to stand the cup final even if it was a shortened season i mean that's that's what happened and suban to still be out there it just has to be i don't know if he's looking for the right fit i don't know if he's only looking to certain teams i don't know if he even maybe he just wants to move into the media he'll be great as a color commentator but he's 33 he still has some hockey in him but I could see him not signing until training camp, if if not later. I mentioned Milano to the Blackhawks as a cap four team, but obviously they got to move uh, Kane or Taves those huge contracts off to uh, be worried about that kind of thing. But anyway, for PK Subban, yeah, at only thirty three years old, uh, he's been declining a little faster than people expected. I mean, I I thought that that was a fair deal with. Uh, Shea Weber for P.K. Subban, and uh, people laughed at that. But look who's right. In the end, Shea Weber went to a Stanley Cup final, and P.K. Subban is, is, is here at the same kind of place. Uh, yeah, one-year prove-it deal is the right spot. Uh, he's a good power play player, specialist, but uh, defensively is abject, abjectly awful. So, uh, yeah, he, he's a large reason why the Devils weren't great defensively last year. So... Yeah, if a team wants some offense from the back end, maybe this is your guy in a, in a, in a second power play role. But other than that, I don't see this guy getting paid the major dollars. If there somehow is a betting market on where P.K. Subban is going to sign, I'm going to go with Buffalo. That's where his brother Malcolm is. Maybe he's like goes there and be like, okay, I'll give you a team-friendly deal. Sign me for veteran minimum and, and just guarantee Malcolm Subban a, a fair shot behind uh, old man Gray Bush. Even a grayer Bush than Jeff Fox. Craig Anderson there. <laughs> so I, I could see him there going we to go. Buffalo. I was going to shout up the fucking MMA gambling podcast earlier, but you guys kept me oh, off. Oh, uh, sh- yeah, fuck sh- those guys. Sh- yeah, shout out the Gumby God. I mean, he's been just giving out winners, and Jeff Fox is just kind of the the, the sidekick there, just propping him up. So, yeah. So he's the great, he's the great bush to what is the long hog of the MMA family. <laughs> Very apt there, Taylor. But yeah, I, I could see PK going to join Malcolm in, in Buffalo. <laughs> All right, I think that pretty much covers our list here, boys. Anything Good I, fucking yeah. deal, man. I'm All tired right. of talking about these losers. <laughs> you, you sure you don't want to talk about Tyler Ennis for about oh, five minutes? Fucking Sam Gagney. <laughs> Wait, I thought Sam Steele was going to the Avalanche. Yeah, he is. Didn't he yeah, sign over the Towns' opinion wasn't. Is he there? <laughs> oh fuck! 
<laughs> yeah, I, I have a direct line with John, with uh, Joe Sackick. I'll be sure to let him know. Um, Thinking of joining WinBet? Now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. The reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Have you guys heard of Odds Trader? Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. They also provide player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather so bettors can make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records for all your games and betting activity. Odds Tracker is great for handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, weather, and it allows you to track your bets by sport and track all your betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bootbluewire. Odds Trader is the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. we Last show, we did our Western Conference preview uh, just for futures to win the actual conference as well as the teams to win the Stanley Cup. This week, or this show rather, we're moving on to the East. I'm excited to go through this one. Number one on the docket here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're plus 450 to win the actual conference. They're plus 850 to win the actual Stanley Cup. Uh, key additions and subtractions for this team. There's been a little bit of a turnover. Uh, additions have been Nicholas Abu Kibel. Uh Hopefully he'll get to dent the cup for a second year after he wins it as a Leaf. Uh, Jordy Ben, Cal Yanrock, Victor Mete, goaltenders Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov. Uh, notable departures have been Colin Blackwell, Jack Campbell, Andre Kasha, Ilya Labushkin, Ilya Mikheyev, and Pizza Mrazek. Um, boys, you go first. What are your thoughts on the Leafs? I think they're in a similar position as they have been to for, for, for the past few years. I mean, their only really main change there was, I mean, it's the most important position in the game. It's that goalie. They're, they're, they're counting on Matt Murray to kind of bounce back to, to his form when he was with, with Pittsburgh there, or they're just saying, okay, Samson off, push him a little bit, go for a split. Let's see what you can do. See if you can prove yourself. He, he's only 25. Maybe he takes over as a starter, but yeah, the Leafs, I mean, they're going to be the Leafs. They have Matthews, Tavares, Marner, Nylander, all, all those guys. I mean, their defense is, is more suspect, but still they have enough offensive power there to to make up for that. They're going to be one of the top teams in their division and in the conference, but I, I you can't bet on them to, to win, win the East. You can't bet on them to win, win the Cup. You can't bet on them to, to win a series. So, I mean, it's at this point the Leafs are a team, maybe they fall into that law during the season you catch them for better odds to win the cup. But right now it's just, you have to wait and see with them. First of all, I love the way the town pronounced Kelly young truck's name. What is it? Yan rock. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like that's, a that's Martian astronaut <laughs> flying through space. I love it. Uh, the guy sucks though. That's why he flamed out <laughs> in the planes organization. 
wasn't any good as a trade deadline acquisition. But the Leafs, the Leafs, you'll never guess it, but the Leafs are my number one graded team going into this season. Ooh. Oh, fuck. This I like this algorithm. Stack, man. The Leafs in the wild. I love it. Finals, finals. Finals. <laughs> in all nature teams i hate it most all, natu- all natural all, all natural finals, natural finals. <laughs> so also been spending some time spending some time there with it with a with a natural diet and, <laughs> during the off season he's keto uh, keto joe <laughs> yeah well just look at that top line that 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 line was the best in hockey other than maybe calgary's top line uh but this line stayed together whereas the flames top line went the shit um Bunting, Matthews, Marner. These guys are easily the top line in hockey at this point. And then for the second line, Tavares is taking a step back, but Kerfoot has actually put up good numbers there in the left wing. Nylander has been uh, a, a stable, consistent performer. Uh, they have depth there. And defensively, the Giordano contract is he's one of the best in the league. He should be worth like four or five million. He's only getting paid eight hundred seventy-five thousand. That is ridiculous for a third-line defenseman, and uh, they're making up for that in the top two pairings with Morgan Riley, TJ Brody, Jake Muzzin, Justin Hall. Uh, these guys are solid, especially Morgan Riley. Excellent offensively, not really good defensively, but TJ Brody's there to make up for that. So that's a very complimentary uh, pairing. Uh, goaltending is the big question mark, though. So this is where you might uh, be skeptical of my ratings because my goaltending ratings are are all over the place. We're going to see what happens with Matt Murray. I have him rated as a an average goaltender. That's that's I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, considering that he did well there with Ottawa before he was sent down and after he was pulled back up. Uh, so I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, being a Stanley Cup winner and all that. So we're, we're, we're giving him an average grade there, net power play, one of the best in the league, penalty kill, one of the best in the league. The Leafs here are unfortunately here to stay. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the odds reflect that, though. That's the problem. I'm not going to be betting them now uh, because we know how the Leafs are very inconsistent. They go on streaks, winning streaks, losing streaks. So catch them at the end of the losing streak. You've got a better number here. Uh, I think that the market is fairly accurate of, of how this team is uh, in quality. So, uh, yeah, Leafs best in the East for me, uh, unfortunately. But, yeah, the, the Leafs are a juggernaut, and uh, they just need to get over that hump of the first round. That was a fucking in-depth analysis if I've ever heard one. Joel pretty much hit the fucking nail on the head for everything he just said there. Uh, offensively, they're set. They've always been set. That has been an issue. Defensively, they've tightened things up, especially with that Giordano acquisition, or not acquisition, but more so signing. Uh, guys, two years out of winning the Norris Trophy, for Christ's sakes, and and now he's making $800,000. So any team that has that kind of player on your back end, that helps solidify it. The question, folks, is in net, and that's obviously nothing new for this team. Um, can Matt Mary get the job done, man? He's fuck. He's done it before. He's, he's struggling. It's a reclamation project. It's an expensive reclamation project, but one nonetheless. Um, Ryan touched on it too. Maybe it's good to have Samson all back there behind him and help push him a little bit. Um, he had success when he was in Pittsburgh, and it wasn't just a sure thing. You know, it was with the, him and Flurry kind of going head to head back at it with each other. Uh, with that being said, they had the same thing with Casey DeSmith, and he lost. So <laughs> what do you do? Um, I don't know, man. I'm excited. I'm so fucking excited for this team. I'll be genuine about it. I can't wait. I want to see Matt Murray succeed. Like, there's so many Leaf fans that are just dicks about the whole thing. Don't even give the guy a fucking chance. Well, fuck that. I'm going to judge you by what you do on the ice for this team. So, 
come the first couple of weeks, maybe my tone will change. But for now, I'm very optimistic and so optimistic that I will be taking the Leafs plus 450 to win the Eastern Conference. You look at some of the teams. Did a lot of other teams in the East get better? Yeah, you could say they did. You know, Carolina Hurricanes jump out at your New York Rangers. But some teams might have slipped off a little bit. Look at Florida. You know, Tampa's got to be tired after three years going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, you know, we'll jump into those teams obviously a bit more, but to win the conference, I do like the Leafs at plus 450. One more thing, one more thing. The uh, that's a great number on the Leafs there, plus 850. So, uh, yeah, whatever odds we're using is uh, probably the best in the market because elsewhere I'm seeing uh, seven, eight to one for the Leafs. So, plus 850, uh, might be worth a little sprinkle, but I, I again, I think you'll find a better number in season. But if you're into just Betting before the season plus 850 is is not the worst you can do. I got him nine to one from the Dominator at work, baby. Let's <laughs> fucking go. You want to talk to my boy, the Dominator? Or just bet with your friends. See, yeah, let's see if I can get you nine to one on the Leafs. You know, send me a message in the Discord. I'll see what I can do for you guys. Um, all right, we'll move on down to the Florida Panthers here. They're paying off plus 450 to win the uh, conference. They're paying off plus 850 to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, key additions have been uh, Nick Cousins, Mark Stahl, Colin White, of course, uh, Matthew Kachuk, uh, key players, Bossman, Ben Chirot, Claude Giroux, Mason Marshment, uh, as well as Huberdo and Mackenzie Wieger. Um, boys, I I don't know. I don't know if I'd like Florida to win the conference this year. They, have, they could do it. If anybody can, it could be them. But it's what we talked about a little bit in last show when we talked about the Flames. I think Florida got better for the playoffs, but maybe sacrificed a bit of their regular season success. Kachuk's a player that can get you over the hump in playoffs. However, missing out on Huberto and Uyghur in the regular season might hurt them. But it, plus 450 to win the conference isn't that bad. And plus 850 to win the cup. I, I'm, I'm on the lease, so I'm not going to be on them. But it's uh, it's not a bad look. I absolutely loved the Florida Panthers last season, you know, especially even even before they got Claude Giroux, they were one of my one of my favorite teams. I think we called them out early in this season for futures bets, and they were one of my favorite teams to bet team total overs, overs to win the game. But looking at their offseason or looking at their roster going into next season, I just I don't see them here being up with the Leafs as tied for to win the conference or to win the cup out, out of the East. It's looking at their roster. They lost Huberto, who had a career year with 115 points, which is incredible. Replaced him with with Kachuk, which you know it's might be better for the fit or better overall, but it's it's not going to make a huge difference offensively. They they lost Uyghur defensively, and then looking at the rest of their forwards, you know Reinhardt, Duclair, Verhage, Sam Bennett, all those guys played above their potential, had high shooting percentages last year. So I could see a fall down to earth here for the Panthers. I don't know if they'd fall down enough to miss the playoffs, given how the division is, but I'm surprising myself here with how critical I'm being on them. But I don't like them heading into the season next year whatsoever. I'm actually in 100% agreement with you. I think the Panthers are taking kind of the opposite approach to the Flames Whereas the Flames are going all out in the short term to maximize their uh, the coach, Dale Sutter. Obviously, he's not going to be coaching for 10 more years at his age. Uh, the Panthers, on the other hand, they they have some room to work with, especially with uh, Spencer Knight coming up. But obviously, he's not going to be playing uh, 50, 60 games this season. So that's why they wanted the deal they did. I mean, at first, I was kind of bewildered why they did the deal. But uh, they were thinking a bit long term now with the 
with the uh, Hubert Doe Kachuk trade because uh, they get Kachuk locked up for a while at a much younger age. Whereas who knows what happens with Uyghur and Hubert Doe uh, next offseason with their uh, the deals. If they, if they, they would have stayed in Florida, who knows? Uh, but yeah, the, the, the Panthers definitely to take a step back here. Obviously, uh, I didn't really like their uh, trade deadline acquisitions of Giroux and Sherratt. And, oh, uh, that, oh. That, what? <laughs> oh. Okay, Giroux is okay, but Sherratt was... Uh, it was okay. Bad. He was uh, fine. Giroux is... Giroux, okay, Giroux is actually... He was a lot better than the, uh, the, the other Panthers. But uh, they gave up a lot to get him, and it only lasted that one and a half series. So, uh, in the end, a bad deal for them. Um, and uh, uh, some coaching uh, frustrations you have to deal with, too. You have to blame them for that. Uh, but for this season, I- I'm with you. I think they do take a step back here. Uh, yeah, losing Mason Marchment is a bit underrated. That's a key strike to their depth. Uh, yeah, I have them actually... Uh, <laughs> Way lower than I expected. They're right around the Oilers' ranks right now, so that's a bit surprising. Um, so, in a tough Eastern Conference, I look for the Panthers maybe to. Uh, yeah, they're not going to be the Presidents' Trophy's winners. I'll lock that in right now. We mentioned last show with with uh, Talon's hate of the Golden Knights. Vegas was plus two forty to miss the playoffs. Looking at the Panthers' odds, they're plus six hundred to miss the playoffs. No. Come on. I don't know if they'll fall that far down, but that could could be a good shot if 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 it depends on how you feel about Tampa, Boston, and the other uh, up and coming Atlantic teams. We'll I don't mind there. it. I don't mind it at all. I respectfully disagree. Run Your Pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans in their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to different fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. And now, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official Sports Gambling Podcast Network NFL Survivor Contest. Make sure you hop in now to reserve your spot. $500 cash and a $250 gift certificate to the SGPN store is going to the winner. So make sure you sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. For Run Your Pool, the home of competition, it's where you can get every sort of gaming under the sun. Make sure to join us there at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. They just passed 4 million users. And now, you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under game on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddy's contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. 
on your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Uh, all right, moving down, keeping things going. Sanders moving up, Sabres moving up. Come on, what can happen? Uh, we'll get to that, but no comment. Um, <laughs> keeping things going here. Carolina Hurricanes plus five fifty to win the conference, plus eleven hundred to win the actual cup. A uh, bit of a change over here from Carolina. Key acquisitions have been Max Pacioretty. Unfortunately, he did tweak his ankle. Uh, so I hear he's going to be out for what is it, like six months or some shit like that. So that hurts. Uh, Brent Burns, Andre Kasha, and uh, Dylan Colon. Uh, key players lost were, uh, or yeah, Tony D'Angelo, Stephen Lawrence, Vincent Trocek, Max Domi, Ian Cole, Brendan Smith, and future considerations. <laughs> Gentlemen, thoughts on the Carolina Hurricanes? I absolutely loved the Hurricanes last season, much like I did with the Panthers. And this season, I'm going right back to that. They had a fantastic offseason. Even with Pacioretty being hurt, they picked him up for nothing. You know, maybe he'll 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 nurse that injury, need some more time to come back, and he'll just come back for the playoffs like other teams have done with that. And they got Brent Burns. He's, he's not what he once was, but he's he's still a big name. He still can contribute offensively, especially on the power play. And he'll replace D'Angelo. They have guys up and coming also that, that will fill in that gap. And, yeah, I mean, they're – Biggest forward losses was Vincent Trocek, but I mean they have Cockney coming up. They have Seth Jarvis, Martin Nietzsche's all getting a year older. Andre Kasha is going to be on the third line there. So they have a great foundation there. They're building their organization has been one of the best in hockey over the past half decade. And I I still feel like they need that goal scoring guy which Pacioretty will be when he's healthy you know maybe they go after Phil Kessel for to, to fill in top six and then, and then drop down when Pacioretty's back but yeah the Hurricanes here at uh plus 50 550 to win the East 11 to 1 to win the cup I think they're not going to get that much better than that and if if you just want to bet on some futures right now I think the Hurricanes are definitely up there yeah I don't mind that shot for uh, a goal scorer being added to the squad except I look to Erod as a second-line center, possibly, because their center depth is not the best. We have uh, just Barry Kotkaniemi slotted in at the second-line center so far, so I think Erod could be uh, an evolution of that, uh, an upgrade for sure, because, uh, yeah, they need that goal scoring, because they have the system, they have the defense, and they are my third-rated team in the league. Ooh. Once again, I'm high on the Hurricanes. I took a bit of 16 to 1. Uh, it's probably still out there. So maybe get a bit of that when you can. Um, yeah, this team is legit. Uh, Rob Bidmore, big fan of the coach, brings the guys to play, uh, gets the guys to buy in. Uh, even Tony Danishlow is a totally different player when, it, you know, there's no more shit talking to goalie when he came in. Um, <laughs> everyone's bought into the system. So I, I love this team. They're just a, a complete team. They should have beat the Rangers last year just because of fucking Igor Shosturkin and uh, that elite Rangers power play is the only reason why they lost that series. I mean, if they beat the, the Rangers, I think they beat the the Lightning and make it to the Stanley Cup playoffs, which was uh, my prediction. Don't yeah, tease me, Joel. Don't tease me. Yes, yes, yes. Lost a bit on that, I guess. <laughs> but uh, all is well that ends well. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think that this is the best team in the East in, uh, in terms of uh, potential of uh, winning the Cup. So uh, Leafs are a better team in the regular season, but Canes, I think, are a better team for the postseason. So that's where I'm at with this one. I do like the Canes to win the Cup too, man. Plus 1,100 here that we're looking at. If you can get them for more higher at a different book, by all means. Yeah, just use our friends over at Odds Trader to, to compare hey. odds across sports books. Fuck yeah, there you go. Throw down 100 bucks, win a grand. You know, the guarantee is that they're going to be at the dance. And once you get to the dance, anything can happen. So it's not a bad look for Carolina there. Um, moving on over, we just touched on a little bit. We're moving to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they're paying plus 600 to win the conference as well as plus 1,200 to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, notable additions have been Ian Cole, Vladislav Nemetsnikov. Uh, key subtra- or subtractions, Ryan McDonough, Andre Palat, which is going to be weird to see him playing with the Devils, uh, as well as Yan Ruta. So Tampa Bay, man, like... It- it's just it's been the same thing for this team in the offseason for the past couple of years. They've just been hit by the cap, hit by the hard cap, slapped in the face, punched in the dick, fucking cutting the gooch. The hard cap has hit the Tampa Bay Lightning. Key subtractions over the past couple of years. It's been ridiculous. Do they have enough to do it again? And this team's got to be tired. But I feel like we're saying the same shit every fucking year with this team and they still have success. So do I think they'll win the conference? No. Do I think they'll win the Stanley Cup? No. So I probably wouldn't play any of these futures. With that being said, I'll be on them in games in the regular season like a motherfucker. You know who else is in Tampa that people keep saying that he'll decline? <laughs> who? Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Fuck, he's not, he's not even there. It's the water. The Buccaneers, what are you talking about? Yeah. No, he's, he's on leave right now. Okay. Oh, okay. Whoa, okay. He's buying another team. Yeah. He's gonna go fucking play with the Seahawks. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's he's gonna go to the Eagles. He's gonna go to the Eagles. He's on. Yeah. Leave. No, he's, <laughs> he's on. He took. He took a leave of absence from the team to deal with family issues. Yeah, okay, to go well, pork his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to get them uh, stem cell research to uh, prepare <laughs> for the season. <laughs> All right, so the Lightning here, I think they, they've always been among the top teams projected in the East over the past five, maybe even closer to 10 years at this point. And this offseason, they haven't had that many key losses. I mean, Ian Cole, lost, oh, they lost McDonough. They got Ian Cole. It's it's a it's a loss there, but they lost Palat. They, they had Nemestikov there. They still have the key, the key contributors. They still have Vasilevsky. They have Hedman. They have Kucherov, Point, Stamkos, and most importantly, they have John Cooper, who has proven over the past few playoffs that he knows what it takes to win and he can make the adjustments. And I think a, a key addition that they had at the trade deadline, Brandon Hagel, who's only 23, is going to kind of step up maybe into that plot role, maybe not on the top line yet, but he, he can move up there to play with Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, and, and fill in and, and see more goal scoring. So... I think we're seeing the odds makers making the Lightning's odds a bit too long too early. I think maybe in a year or two, they're going to be to this point. But after the Hurricanes, I don't mind the Lightning here at 12 to 1 or better to, to win the Cup. Yeah, that big uh, Eagle signing is a major point what I was going to talk about. Uh, he had a bad, bad series against the Leafs. He was one of the worst Lightning players against them. Uh, but he picked it up after that, and he, he had a great regular season. And obviously, they picked him up on the cheap to get another deal on there. Maybe not cheap. They, they had to pay a boatload for him. But uh, as far as contract goes, 
Uh, he, he is playing above his contract money. Uh, but uh, this team is hard to call at this point because playing through three Stanley Cup finals is, is rough. Uh, it, it's hard to, hard to see a team going through all that again and again and again. Uh, so far as the uh, uh, you know, the cup odds, I don't see any value there. Uh, I mean, obviously, once they're there, then they might be worth a bet because I don't think that they'll be winning the division or anything. So maybe you toss a few bucks on that just to do it again because uh, you don't want to be fading Shister- or Vasilevsky, Kucherov, Stamkos, Hedman when these guys are in the dance. Uh, but as far as the regular season goes, I think that they'll, they'll take a step back. They won't be able to compete with the likes of uh, the Leafs and the Panthers, maybe even the Bruins, maybe even the Bruins that the odds currently set. Uh, so it's it's tough to call right now. One, what was I going to say? There's one more thing. Uh, yeah, Nick Paul is a good signing. Of course, they get him for a full year. Under Pilot, it's not a huge loss for them. That's pretty. That's pretty good to lose under Pilot, considering all their uh, the cap shit, and uh, they did give a lot of money to Sergachev, more than he's worth, which was maybe the possible one mistake that uh, Julian Breesbaum's made. Uh, but yeah, look for this team to continue on. There's one more point I have to make, but I totally forgot it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this team, this team is legit. But I just wonder about them to be able to consistently do it again and again and again in the playoffs. I mean, these these, these guys don't do a lot of sweeps, right? They they swept the Panthers, but other than that, they go through the hard way. They 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 win the six seven series games or series six game series. So these teams this team is beat up. I mean, yeah, it's hard to see them doing it again. But they uh, really pissed off. Maybe they'll come out firing. Since they lost the cup for the first time in a few years, but uh, I mean they're still my fourth rated team, so I don't know. The Lightning are a mystery. <laughs> yeah, but uh, at these odds, I think it's fair. Whatever, it's fair. Don't bet it. Whatever. That's the take from that. <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right, moving on down here to the Pittsburgh Penguins here. They paid off uh, plus 900 to win the conference as well as paying off plus 1,800 to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, Key additions here for Pittsburgh. My phone's being a bitch. It is Ryan Pooling, uh, Josh Archibald, Jeff Petrie, uh, Yan Ruta, Ty Smith. Uh, Key subtractions have been Danton Heinen, Mike Matheson, and Jean Marino. Uh... Boys, what do you think about Pittsburgh here? Did you Frenchify John Marino? I did. <laughs> he does, he does he French. <laughs> no, I just felt like doing it. I my THC face is kicking in. I feel great, baby. Jean. There we go. Jean Marino, baby. He's probably from fucking New Jersey. Though, he probably Italian is. Like, hey, Johnny, Johnny Marino, get the <laughs> fuck over here. He's from Massachusetts. If you can go for a Boston accent, we'd love to hear it, Alan. Oh, no. The TD Garden. Yeah, head on down to the gardens, go steal some fucking shoes. <laughs> All right. Well, listening to, to those players added and lost, it, it just sounded like a bunch of nothing nothing to me. Just nothing just dressing on the side. It, the the key the key moves. As far as wish was, they had after those guys, <laughs> they they really do actually, which is sad. But the the key moves were keeping Malkin, keeping Latang, keeping that core together, and going back. And they they have Raquel. He, he's going to be a, a great top six winner for them. Jake Gensel's been been great. So 
I put the the Penguins similar to Lightning in that the odds makers are just counting them out too soon. You know, they were down to what the third string goalie with with Lou Deming in the playoffs against the Rangers. If they had Jari, maybe they win that, and then who knows how far they go. Sidney Crosby is still really good. I don't know if it's just my my PTSD as a Flyers fan or my fear, but I, I think the Penguins at nine to one to win the conference or eighteen to one to win the cup is, is fair and possibly could even be, be good odds. So I don't hate taking that as a futures bet. Yeah, it's a tough one to call too. Once again, I think that this is a, a pretty sharp market. Penguins obviously they're going to be bet into a lot given Crosby's history pedigree of that team and Malkin coming back with Tank coming back this team is legit though I wouldn't mind them 18 to 1 if you had to play something but uh, I wouldn't I, w- I would wait mid-season because these are often guys that do get injured uh, especially Crosby is a lot of uh, injury concerns starting with uh, the concussions obviously and then getting hurt again in the series against the Rangers so it's a bit risky playing him now I don't think that they'll be the best team in the east not not even close. I think the the Leafs, Hurricanes, Lightning, uh, yeah. you know, even more of a couple further down the odds board. Uh, you never know. The Devils, the Senators have a better start than the Penguins. Um, so you you probably find better odds in this during the season. So I'm fine with that. But this this team does have all that it takes to to win the Cup. Obviously, Jari did it. Crosby's done it multiple times. The Tang multiple times. Malkin multiple times. The Carter Cali he's a nice addition there in the last couple of years. Uh, yeah, this this team's about all. Gene Gensel's an awesome player. I haven't created as one of the higher wingers. Uh, yeah, I love the Penguins here, but I think you'll find a better price during the season. So uh, for now, just uh, keep an eye on the team. All right, that wraps up uh, Pittsburgh here. We'll head on down, move over to... Actually, no, I didn't say what I thought about the Penguins. You know what? I, I, d- I don't like the Penguins on either of these. So that clears that out. I will not be taking futures on Pittsburgh. I think they'll be fine. They'll be in the dance. They'll win their games. But I don't see them winning the division. And truth be told, I don't see them winning the Stanley Cup either. So I'll be betting them through the season. You know, I, I do like them. They are a strong team in the East. Uh, I'll never bet against Crosby. He's he's the fucking man. But um, any, any of these for future-wise, I will be staying clear. If you like a good cup of joe in the morning, you're going to love Trade Coffee. They have expert-tasted coffee. Trade's Coffee's team actually tastes has thousands of coffees to keep 450 different kinds live and ready to ship every day. There's no one perfect coffee, but there is a perfect coffee for you. And Trade's human-powered algorithm will find it. Trade's has a first-match guarantee. Trade is so confident that they'll match you right the first time that if they don't, they'll take your feedback and an actual coffee expert will work with you to send a brand new bag for free and right now trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com SGP that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com SGP and let trade find you a coffee you'll love that's drinktrade.com SGP for $30 off Hindsight's 2020, and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can, with Dave. Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instant... Hindsight is 2020, and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self? Maybe you'd ask to borrow a little cash. Now you can, with Dave. 
Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they needed with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch and need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a helping hand from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future you will thank you. Make sure you download the SGPN app. It's now live in the App Store and the Google Play Store. It gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. And don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Um, moving on over here, we got the New York Rangers. They're paying off plus 1,000 to win the conference as well as plus 2,000 to win the actual Stanley Cup. Uh, key additions, Vincent Trocek, Ryan Carpenter, and Yaroslav Halak. Uh, players lost, Ryan Strom, Andrew Kopp, Frank Vitrano, Kevin Rooney, Justin Braun, Patrick Nemeth, and goaltender Alexander Gorgiev. Boys, there's a lot of players lost there, and some of those are actually decent names. Um, with that being said, I like the Rangers here. You know, I I don't necessarily love them to win the actual conference, although they still could. You know, they're they got the goaltending to do it defensively. They're solid. They have some good offensive guys. The Benajed Panarin come to mind. Some young kids with Capo Caco, uh, Alexi Yafronier. Hopefully, those guys will step up and have better seasons. They look good in playoffs, though. The kid line was good. Um, I won't take them plus 1,000 to win the division, but I don't hate plus 2,000 to win the Stanley Cup. Like, fuck, dude, they'll be in the dance. They have great goaltending. If it can light up at the right time, you know, Shosturkin's proven that he can do it. If he can play well in playoffs, he'll be fine. Um, Plus 2,000, yeah, I don't like that. I like it a hell of a lot more than the Penguins. The Rangers got a bit lucky with their rebuild and getting given those top picks, but you know they're making the most of it. That they signed the guys that wanted to be there. Fox is incredible. Panarin's a great player, and like Jacob Truba getting the captaincy there, it kind of kind of makes me respect him more. It makes me look at him as a better player, even if it's just intangibles. There, the guys obviously respect him. So, I think the Rangers here. Even if they can get over the the tough loss of what two months of Justin Braun there, they have Shesterkin. You can't bet against him. They have a solid defense, and you know what? They they replaced Ryan Strom with with Vincent Trocheck, which is which is comparable. They lost Vitrano, who was a who was a uh, deadline addition. So I think their their forward group is, is still is still solid. Their young guys, like you said, Kako and and Filipito and and Lafreniere are, are a year older had that experience in the playoffs. So I, I think the East is, is more of a crapshoot than the odds makers make it out to be. I think the Rangers could very well be up there with the with the Hurricanes and Lightning even as plus 700, plus 800 in that range, more odds. So I like the Rangers here. Either take them to win the East plus plus 1,000 or to win the Cup plus 2,000. I think they're those are good odds, and they can surprise people this year. You know, I did play a little bit of Rangers 28-1 to 1 earlier in the offseason, thinking that they would upgrade. But uh, after the offseason, it's not looking good. Uh, they were a better team when they signed uh, Andrew Kopp in the offseason or in the trade deadline there. They, they became a much better team. Uh, but they're losing lots of guys. Finch and Trocek and Ryan Strom is basically a wash. Uh, Justin Braun, depth 
depth player. We're getting a downgrade in the backup position with Georgiev for Halak. Halak was brutal with the Canucks for most of the time, other than when I fucking decided to bet against the Canucks and Halak <laughs> was in that. That's when he always showed up. Uh, it, this is this one is tough. I like uh, Chris Drury, the GM. I like Gerard Gallant, the coach. And uh, we'll see if that kid line continues to step up. Uh, but at only 20 to 1, I'm not, I'm not recommending the Rangers here. I mean, obviously, they have the best goalie in the regular season, that's for sure. But uh, we'll see if he can carry this team. Two victory. Uh, they're going to need their playoff, their, their power play to continue to perform. That's what they depend on last year. The Chris Crowder scoring what, 50 plus goals. Ridiculous season from him. I expect that to regress. Uh, they're going to need similar performance from their special teams to uh, match the performance from last season. Uh, kind of a little more down on them than I was at the beginning of the offseason. So uh, for that reason, I'm out on the range of that 20 to 1. I forgot to shout out Keandre Miller. He had a great playoffs and is going to be, be great for them this coming season. Yeah, if the young guys step up, this this could be a totally different Rangers team. But uh, based on what we saw last year, it might be a couple years away. All right, we'll keep things going here. Next, we got the Boston Bruins. They are uh, plus 1,300 to win the conference as well as plus 2,800 to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, key additions have been Pavel Zaka. Players lost were Josh Brown, Eric Halla, as well as Curtis Lazar. Uh, they were able to re-sign Patrice Bergeron as well as David Krejci to one-year contracts. Uh, boys, thoughts on the Bruins? I was out on them that last season. They they kept it up. They made the playoffs. They were they were a good team. But I, I think I have to be out on them again. I mean, Bergeron's back, but he's a year older. You have Krejci back. I don't know if he, how he's going to come back to the NHL and, and perform there. So the Bruins are going to be in the mix there in the Atlantic with with Florida, Toronto, Tampa, them, and the all the rebuilding teams there. But it's just every year I have less and less confidence in them. So I, I can't take them at decently longer odds than the Rangers, but I, I don't think their goaltending hasn't showed me enough yet between Swayman and Allmark. And, you know, just with, with Bergeron and Marchand getting older and Pasternak coming into a contract year with negotiations, possibly could cause some, cause some ruckus there. So I, I see the Bruins as a team. I'm going to be fading. Maybe I'll be fooled again. 28-20 is a better number than uh, what you'll get at most shops. So uh, I'm a little bit tempted by that. Uh, but at the same time, the Bruins will be missing Mekrizlik, Brad Marchand, and Charlie McAvoy, which seriously diminishes their chances in the first half of the season. These guys will be out for a little bit, especially Marchand. Uh, he'll be out for uh, the longest period of time. So uh, this is a team that uh, I'm looking to back mid-season once again. Uh, Bruins are an awesome, awesome team in terms of their culture, in terms of the chemistry. Now we've got Jim Montgomery coming in. This guy has been known to spark an offense. That's what he did for the Blues and assistant coach. Now he's coming into the Bruins team that struggled with offense. They were one of the best teams in terms of uh, five-on-five course you play. They just struggled putting the puck in the net. And I think that uh, Jim Montgomery could help them with that. And that's what he did in the... uh, the University of Denver as well. Uh, so I, I, I like this coaching shift here, especially because it brings back David Krejci and he's an awesome defensive two-way center. 
and Jake DeBrus no longer wants to be traded. He was a pretty good second liner there for uh, fucking Bruce Cassidy's team. <laughs> kind of turn him into a third line grinder. <laughs> uh, so yeah, look for the Bruins to turn things around. But uh, you, you got to depend on the guys who are injured to come back strong. And uh, Marshawn's injuries, especially troublesome. Apparently, it takes a long time to heal from that thing. I don't even know what he got injured from again. Broken dick. Broken dick. Oh man, he's got the biggest of them all. That <laughs> thing cannot be broken. Okay. I'll look for the Bruins here. Midseason, once again, about 28 to 1 is a little tempting there because that is better than you'll find in most shops. So, uh, yeah, I'm once again high in the Bruins here. Watch them to uh, make the playoffs once again. Fucking Ryan throwing some shade at uh, David Kretschy and David Pasternak, eh? Why uh why would uh why would an American be pissed off at a uh, Chechnya right now? Any reason? <laughs> He's not I even will... fucking watching. Uh, yeah. What's your thoughts on Dominic Hasek by chance? You like him? Or... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Boston Bruins. I I don't know. Joel. The, the biggest thing that you said there is they have some looming injuries to start the season. Uh. Marshan being one of them. Obviously, I think I heard Patrice Bernier or Bergeron was a little bit hurt as well. Um. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's I'm, coming uh, off a Selkie season too, by the way, Ryan. I mean, yeah, he's getting old. He just fucking won the Selkie for like the twentieth yeah, time. I'm, in just, I'm just stating facts. He's getting old. Yeah, you just upset, you're just upset. You're just upset that America twenty to win the Selkie again. Um, no, I'm I'm not on the Bruins to win the conference or the Cup, dude. Like, you know, those injuries are too big to to get them to win the conference. Um, they could still make playoffs. Don't get me wrong; it's a strong Bruins team. Ryan touched on one thing that's very true. A lot of it depends on goaltending. See how Linus Allmark and Jeremy Swayman play as well this year. They were good last year. They can they can keep things rolling. They'll be fine. But uh, those injuries they hurt man to start the season. So definitely not on the Bruins to win the conference. If you like them. The, to win the Stanley Cup is the play for sure at uh, plus 2,800. Yes, one more thing. One more thing on the goalies. Uh, I had a very tough time judging the goalies because apparently Linus Olmark had the better numbers than Jeremy Swimmon. But uh, a lot of that has to do with the the inconsistency in the first half of the season. Both goalies played better in the second half. So I think they'll get better goaltending and hopefully better goal scoring with Jim Gungover getting, getting those guys going. So more goals. And fewer goals again for the Bruins. I'm predicting that uh, this team will be in the playoffs again. Oh, yeah. All right. Moving over here, we got the Washington Capitals. They're paying off plus 1,800 to win the conference. They're also plus 4,000 to win the actual Stanley Cup. Uh, key players added. My fucking favorite, Connor Brown, downtown Connor Brown, baby. Uh, Dylan Strom, Henrik Borgstrom, Eric Gustafson, uh, Darcy Kemper, as well as Charlie Lindgren. Key players lost have been Justin Schultz, Ilya Samsonov, and Vitek Vanacek. Almost a full goalie overhaul here for uh, for the Capitals. Boys, what are your thoughts on Washington? I don't know what's going on with Washington here. Sometimes I just forget that they even exist here, the Capitals. I mean, Ovechkin's going to have a great season. Maybe look at him to be the top goal scorer. I'm seeing that at 8-1. to one. He's going to continue chasing down his records and scoring goals. But it's just they're counting on on so many people that are going to be kind of just on the fringe there of either – you know, can Dylan Strom make it as a, as a regular second line center on a team that's trying to be competitive? Can Ovechkin hang on? Can Oshie hang on? How's ba- how's Backstrom going to be? Kuznetsov, all, all all these guys here. It's a lot of what ifs for them, and which makes sense based on where they are in, in the pecking order here in the Eastern Conference. 
I, I can't back any bets on them as a team. If they make the playoffs, it might be worth worth looking at, depending how, how their goaltending does getting there. But the Capitals are just a complete mystery to me. The most surprising team for me, other than maybe the Wild with the Capitals, when I put all the player grades together, they came out as the eighth best team in the league, which is uh, very surprising. Maybe I'm too high on Kemper. I gave him the benefit of the doubt uh, with his, his his latter grades with the Avs and his earlier grades with the Coyotes instead of the playoff performances and the first part of the 2021-22 seasons. So maybe I'm getting a little too much credit there, but. Basically, the Capitals have a lot of depth. Uh, even without Baxham there, they have uh, Dylan Strom there in center, Kuznetsov, first center, Lars Eller center, Nick Dowd center. These guys are all high-quality players, actually. Uh, so that, that That's why this team has a higher grade. I might have to downgrade a little bit for the depth. Uh, but, yeah, at, uh, what are the odds here? 40 to 1? I don't, I don't mind that. Because this team can take a few injuries. Billy and Nick Baxter might even come back. You don't know what's going on with him. Uh, and I, and I, would, I wouldn't I would bet on him right now. I think that he's pretty done. But there's a chance he comes back. So 40 to 1 for the Capitals here. I I, I don't hate that. Because uh, I don't think the odds will be better. Because we know that the Ovechkin is going to be pouring it on midseason. Getting that fucking scoring title. <sighs> getting all the stat padding. He kind of tapered off towards the end of last season, but uh, look for him to pile it on early on, and, and maybe the Capitals are second or third in the Metro in the first half of the season, and you'll get a worse number than this. But, yeah, I'm not betting myself a 41 for the Capitals. I don't hate it at all. I don't like. Is Washington going to make the playoffs? Yes, of course they are. Can not? Will they? Can they? Yes, they 100% can make the playoffs. Can they win the Eastern Conference? I doubt it. Plus eighteen hundred, it's not a bad number. Like there's money there to be had if you're if you're bullish on Washington. I don't see them winning the conference. Can they win the Stanley Cup? They can. You know they've proven guys like Ovechkin, Baxter, they put over the pedigree. You know John Carlson, they're they're champions. They've won it before. They know what it takes to get to the dance. Um, can they a plus four thousand? Yeah, it's it's possible. I'm kind of with Joel on this. I definitely won't be on it, but I don't hate it. If you're looking for value, like significant value. This is kind of the play here. Like, if you like Washington, then by all means, plus 4,000 isn't a bad look. I'm just not convinced, man. Like, uh, to a lot of turnover, fully revamping the net. I don't, I don't know. Uh, they'll win games. They'll make the playoffs. I like that. But I, I don't like them to actually win the Stanley Cup or the conference here. Um, all right. Moving down to uh, the New York Islanders here. They're plus 1,800 to win the conference as well as plus 4,000 to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, key additions, it has been Alexander Romanov. That's pretty much it. Uh, key subtractions have been Zidane Chara, Andy Green as well. There's always talks like Lula Morello as player sign, but he's not allowed to fucking announce the deal because he's old and that's stupid. They're just going to show up to camp and, oh, this guy's on my team now. Uh, that's ridiculous, but... I, Fuck, dude! Like they've done nothing. Like they, I've read the stands. They pretty much done nothing in free agency. They missed out on big fish. Uh, I don't know what it is, man. They got fucking eleven million dollars in cap space, and they're still not doing anything. I think they're gonna have a better year. I would. I think they're gonna make the playoffs this year. Last year was a shit show. They started fourteen games on the road. They didn't even have a home arena built or something crazy like that. That sucks. I think they'll be better. They should be a playoff team. I don't see them winning the conference. I don't see them winning the cup either, though. 
Yeah, that's a good point about about their road trip to start last season. And they still kind of almost gave the Capitals kind of a scare for a playoff spot in, in March and April. It didn't end up being that close, but it was there was a chance we're like, okay, can, could Will Washington fall, fall that far? And I don't like the Islanders. I don't think they're really going to be that good. I, I know Joel thinks differently. He thinks much, much higher of them. But if they can use that cap space, they have to sign Noah Dobson still. He's an RFA. But if they can use the cap space to to bring in one of those guys we talked about, you know, Erod in lieu of missing out on uh, Nazem Kadri, or if they trade for somebody, maybe like a JT Miller, someone like that, to, to add a, a forward up front, I would feel much stronger about them. But at this point, to me, they're, they're just a team that's going to be in the middle of everything. And unless they find some magic, they're, they're not going to go deep in the playoffs. I was always dubious of the Kadri to the Islanders rumors because they do not need a center. And I don't think they want to push Kadri to the left wing. Uh, they have Matthew Barzell, Brock Nelson, J.G. Peugeot in the center position. So... I was a little wary of that, but maybe maybe they tried and they couldn't get it, but whatever. I think the, the big loss for them was, was missing out on Goudreau. I think they needed a elite goal-scoring winger, which was uh, part of the reason why my guy, Lou Lamb, fired Barry Trotz. I love Barry Trotz, but uh, <laughs> he doesn't provide any You said offense. Lou Lamb. I love Lou Lamb. Lou Lamb. The, I love that. The Don father. Uh, yeah, they need some goal-scoring. And uh, Barry Trotz wasn't giving it. Uh, I think they needed to pull scoring winner, but that didn't happen. I played some Islanders forty to one early in the season. It's still the fucking same. I'm not recommending it now because I thought that they would improve during the off season, but I'm still fine with that because this is a team that is built for the postseason. Uh, Sorokin is my my grade's third best goalie in the league right now, maybe third or fourth, depending on marks from. Um, really an awesome defense. Noah Dobson, the elite guy, coming up. Pelek Pulak, one of the best key pairings in the league. Matthew Barzell with a bit more freedom under this new style. Uh, um, not Barrett's new coach there. He might have a bit more opportunities. So uh, it, it's tough to call the new coach and all that, but I, I still like the Isles here, 40 to 1. Uh, I don't like it as much as I did, but uh, I'm going to ride with my guys. The guys from Manhattan, uh, give me the. Uh, Godfather Lou Lemonello to figure it out. Did you say the guys from Manhattan? Oh, where are they? Long Island, whatever. <laughs> Who fucking cares? It's in New it's York. Another it's island. Shit, right? Yeah, Fuck two yeah. islands, one island. <laughs> island uh, <laughs> All right, that covers up uh, the New York Islanders. Boys, that's pretty much all the big hitters here in the East. I'll run through a couple of the... Uh, the lesser contender teams here. If there's anything that you like and see, we'll uh, we'll do a quick little run through discussion after. Um, first here, we got the New Jersey Devils. They're playing off uh, plus plus twenty two hundred to uh, win the conference, plus five thousand to win the actual cup. Uh, Ottawa Senators plus twenty eight hundred to win the conference, plus fifty five hundred to win the actual uh, Stanley Cup. Uh, Detroit Red Wings plus three thousand to win the conference, plus six thousand to win the cup. Blue Jackets plus five thousand to win the conference, plus ten thousand for Lord Stanley. Uh, Buffalo Sabres plus fifty five hundred to win the conference, plus fifteen thousand to win the Stanley Cup. Holy shit! Uh, the Philadelphia Flyers plus ten thousand to win the division, and plus fifteen hundred to win the cup. There's a kick in the nuts for Rye Guy. Uh, Montreal Canadiens plus ten thousand to win the conference and plus twenty 
thousand to win the fucking Stanley Cup. Uh, boys, anything there that you guys want to touch on? Anything jump out at you that you like? Uh, I have an up and I have a down here out of those teams. My, my up, and it's only slightly because they signed Claude Giroux, but the Ottawa Senators at at fifty five to one to win the cup, you know they're not going to end up end up winning it, but their odds could definitely get a lot shorter after adding Drew, after adding DeBrincat. Uh, they kind of short up their goal position. They have Cam Talbot and Anton Forsberg, who's going to be a good good hopefully one A one B maybe one of them takes over, and they have a good good young core already. They have, they have Chabot on, on on defense. They have Stutzel. They have Josh Norris, uh, Batherson, Brady Kachuk. So they have pieces there that that can put stuff together and they have cam talbot who's been a good veteran they have forsberg who's been a solid backup so if they can take advantage of you know boston having those injuries early if they fall off if florida kind of falls back a little bit maybe ottawa picks up picks up those pieces picks up those points and and can make a, a playoff push and then once they make the playoffs you can hedge out arbitrage that bet a little bit and then, of course, it wouldn't be a hockey gambling podcast, Eastern Conference preview, if we did not talk about my Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> and, you know, I, I could rant here. I could yell about how Chuck Fletcher needs to be fired and, and had a horrible offseason. But it's really just depressing for us Flyers fans right now. There's no hope on the horizon. There's no player to to hold on to to even point to that's going to be be the future you know maybe joe farabee is going to be that guy maybe tyson forster who's having a good world juniors comes up maybe they're able to tank for bedard but it's just looking like a season of complete mediocrity maybe competing for a wild card spot looking like we could get there in january and having some hope that we make the playoffs and who knows what happens and we just waste the the near prime of Carter Hart, who, you know what, might not be a top goalie, but we're not going to ever be able to find out because they have no defense in front of him. They have no team in front of him. And, like, there's just no hope. There, there's no top prospects to look forward to. The only hope is getting Bedard, but, you know, we'll probably end up with the worst record and lose the lottery. So it's just a depressing time <laughs> right now in Philadelphia. So hopefully the Phillies can give us a uh, strong playoff run in a red October. But as far as the winter is and the Philadelphia Flyers, it, it's not going to be uh, very good. Okay, hear me out. If you put down $133.33 on the Philadelphia Flyers to win the Stanley Cup, you can make one million dollars, Brian. One hundred and thirty-three dollars and thirty-three cents. No, that math is definitely off. But um, even if <laughs> how that, is that off? Even if that was a possibility, <laughs> I feel like I'd be better investing in. You're better uh, off eating beer the money. Or, or tequila or, or something to help. Maybe some of that uh, THC paste you're going through, talents to, <laughs> yeah. to help me get through the season. <laughs> Maths and stats are for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> all right Julie, what are your thoughts here on the auto oh, ryan freaking stole the thunder there uh i thought you were picking say, the devils no i'm going i'm going no no all you right. picked the right teams there I'm, I'm gonna take the devil i mean i picked the devils 101 when the odds opened i thought that was ridiculous this team is a great team last year offensively they just had terrible goaltending and uh below average defense so you know you get a goaltender in there now with uh, Vitek Vanacek, and uh, Scott Wedgwood is healthy now. So uh, the Devils have some goaltenders in net and uh, some 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 better defenders in there as well. And uh, you know Jonas Siegenthaler actually figured out as the best 
defensive defenseman in the league. So he's just carrying the water for these guys, uh, making up for Dougie Hamilton's uh, shortcomings, I guess. But uh, look for uh, Nico Heischer and uh, Sharon Govich and who else do they have? These young guys are coming up for the Devils. Look for these guys to cruise. They were trying to get Goudreau, which would make me fucking my pants. That's what I was looking for. I got 101. They're down to 51. But if they had Goudreau, look for them to be 40 to 1 or even better. But they, they settled for Andre Pilat, which is just fine. He'll be a great playoff performer. So I like the Devils here. Um, not so much as 50 to 1. But uh, when I got it, it was, it was okay. But that's useless to the listeners. I'm just going to be high on the Devils this year. I, I, I also got them at. Uh, 45 to 1 for the Metro, something like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, Blue Jackets, I'm going to be fading them all year. I do not believe in that team. I do not believe in that culture, especially since Torchrell is no longer there. I mean, they got uh, uh, that ex AV player in, in uh, coaching there. I'm going to be fading them. They're, they don't have good grades. Uh, Sabres, they're still two, three years away. Canadians, three, four years away. And Flyers are probably uh, 27 years away. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Red Wings too. They they might be a bit more competitive, but still nowhere near the cup. I would I would rather take the Devils than the Wings at this point. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at with the East. That's what I was about to say. Like I'm a little bit pasty tonight. I'm also a little bit pasty on the Detroit Red Wings this year. Yo, I'm a little pasty on them. I don't know. Like they, they made some improvements. We all know what uh, Steve Eisman can build the team. We saw the success that the Tampa Bay Lightning has had. He was pretty much the architect there. And uh, Detroit's been trending upwards, man. They they scored a lot of goals last year. They let a lot of goals in, but they uh, they were pretty okay on the offense. So if they can start building some nice defensive core here, uh, get stronger goaltending. Last year they struggled a little bit, and maybe get some of those offensive guys to take a bit more defensive responsibility. Maybe you'll see a little little special run from the Red Wings here. Who knows what'll happen? Uh, definitely wouldn't take the Eastern Conference, but if they can make it to the dance, man, plus six, plus six thousand, maybe Eisman can go in there and fire up the troops a bit, get them all, uh, get them all going with a nice little speech or something. That'd be pretty cool. So I don't hate Detroit plus six thousand, but out of all those shitty kind of teams we just went through, I think that's the one I'm in. Uh, I don't know. Up, who need- if you come at this from NFL terms, I mean, uh, right now in the NFL, the, the AFC is just totally dominant compared to the. NFC and it's right now in the NHL, the Eastern Conference is, is pretty dominant compared to the uh, Western Conference. If you take away the Avalanche, I mean, most of the good teams are in the East. If you take away the, it's true. Yeah, it didn't used to be that. Way. Teams. Oh no, it's big it's change, change like, since the Blackhawks and Kings yeah. era. Yeah, but now now the tides are turning. Very interesting. Very cool, um, guys. I don't know who needs to hear this, but like the Ottawa Senators are making the playoffs next year. I'm sorry. They'll be better, but they're still not making the playoffs. Let me see what they the odds are. are plus two ten to win the make the playoffs. At All right. Certain yeah. offshore. I'm yeah, seeing yeah, plus yeah. two twenty, minus two eighty to miss it. So yeah, I that I think that's fair odds, but I think they have they have what it takes. They've gotten better, of course they have. They do have a lot of hype behind them. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, boys, that wraps up the uh, the Eastern Conference here. Um, I think we touched on it this short last show. We will be trying to go into some specific divisions, get some division futures coming out, so be sure to keep an open ear out for that. Uh, other than that, man, go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of good shit coming out there. NFL right around the corner. College football gearing up, getting ready to go. MLB's well under swing. Uh, MMA's doing their shit. Golf Gambling Podcast has been dishing out absolute winners. NHL is right around the corner, man. It'll be here sooner than you think. Uh, everything. WNBA. Go check out the fucking SGPN. That's the place to be. As well, if you're not there, 
get your ass in the Discord, bro. Like we're gonna get it going. We're gonna we're gonna get firing off. Just give it a couple weeks before till season starts. It's gonna be picking up in there for sure, man. So if you're not in the Discord, get ready to get your ass in there and get your ass in the Discord. Yeah, we're gonna be hopefully picking it up with uh, some division previews, some win totals, uh, point totals. I mean, and make the playoffs or not make the playoffs and stuff like that. And also, if if you guys have something you want us to cover, some questions, comments, make sure you reach out to us. You can reach out on Twitter at uh, hockey sgpn in the discord sg.pn slash discord or just to onto myself or, or talon on twitter or and also make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review on um apple at sg.pn slash hockey i'm sure we've gotten many reviews since our last show but you know just to remind you of what a review <laughs> should sound like i got one back from uh, our good friend one sharp shark to kind of hype us all up here your mom's favorite hockey podcast five stars to call this show amazing would be a massive understatement the chemistry between ryan joel and talon is legit and is only getting better with each new episode whether you're new to betting hockey or a veteran degen this show has something for you so do yourself and your wallet a favor and subscribe to the show and join the slack channel one sharp shark Sounds good, man. Yeah, I want sound to... like an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> I want to review this as let's get pasty with the boys on the Hockey Gambling Podcast. <laughs> pasty with a capital T. Pasty <laughs> with a capital T, baby. That's fucking cool. All right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins, a.k.a. Dr. Pasty. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at arg. Gilbert SOP. And Joel Martin will find me in fucking debt because I got all my money invested in a million fucking futures in hockey, Euro <laughs> football, NFL, college football. Man, my money is all in the bookie's hands. Please don't screw me over. <laughs> fucking Chargers to win the Super Bowl 15 to 1, baby. Let's fucking go. Peace. <laughs> oh, why did you <laughs> <laughs>